Arch Rivals Football, in collaboration with The Playmakers Blog, presents Bearing Down the Gridiron. Sponsored by NFLShop.com, Fanatics, and Points.com. Here are your hosts for the show, Alex, the Bear Man Alcazaz, and Darnell, the Playmaker Salads. Executively produced by Ricky, a.k.a. the Master of Mayhem, Lit Winkowicz. Kickoff starts in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday. I hope y'all are doing very, very well today because I am. Because it is that week, Labor Day weekend, this weekend, and that means college football officially begins this weekend. Y'all know me, the host with the most here in Jacksonville, Florida, down in Mega Salons. And my co-host all the way out in Texas, he is the bear man. He is the man of Texas. Alexander, how are you doing, my brother? I'm doing good, brother. You doing good? Hey, man. This is the weekend we were waiting for. Last weekend was just the hour. This is what we were waiting on. Well, to be fair, my alma mater did win last week. Yeah, we, we so- will get to them. We, we will get to them you you will get to say your piece when we get to them uh ricky is not here that's why you see a different you know background a different set because he decided to go to the goddamn mess game i hope the dodgers beat them again goddamn it <laughs> you were seeing seeing that that. Personal, a baseball vendetta against the master of mayhem he chose baseball over the show. Plus, I'm a Braves fan too, so I need them losing anyway. So, <laughs> I want to win. I want to win the East again. Okay. Well, I'm, a, I'm completely neutral. I'm not a yeah. I don't even have a baseball team, so I'm neutral. Don't you cover Texas Rangers? Yeah, but I'm not a. I just I cover them. Yeah, it's a job. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's, well, today's show has been brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics get all your fan gear, your college gear, your NFL gear, whatever type of gear you need. Get it at Fanatics. Official license, everything. And Fanatics, where sports friends shop. As I sit here and I'm trying to do so many things, because I'm I'm, I got all of the hats on today. This probably won't happen again in the near future. But, uh, bear, man. You have anything you want to say to real quick? Why I keep sharing it and get to the and get to where I need to get to before we start rolling with what we're gonna do today. Well, I gotta let everybody know because a lot of people apparently don't agree <laughs> agree with our little picks and our statements. But you know what? Whatever we say, we said what we said because y'all know Darnell and I very well. We are men of conviction. We believe strongly in what we say, and we know that we might not always be right, but we simply tell it like it is. We said what we said. He said conviction. <laughs> you do know what that means, right? To be a man of conviction. Oh, I know. I know exactly what that means. 
Oh, so you know I ain't, you know I ain't exaggerating. Well, of course you know because you truly are that as I am. Apparently, I'm the one who's starting to trend this now because everybody wants to say what I say now. I said what I said. Deal with it. That was for Brian Snow and Cole Johnson. Since y'all want to do that on, you know, Snowman in the morning, I'm gonna get y'all back for that. And I'm sharing out too. So. So while we getting everything ready, this week y'all gonna see a whole, whole different setting what we did last year. If last week didn't give you a little indication of what we gonna do tonight, we gonna take it up a whole nother notch. The segments that we have, yes, we have my We have segments now. We have segments. Yes, indeed we do. We didn't have segments last year when we did this. Oh, that was last year. That was last year. So you already see the upgrade we're trying to do to the show. Oh, yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. So. Pretty sure I encouraged you. I was all about the changes. You came up to me and said, if I was open to changes, I said, you damn right. I even think about it because it's all about trying something new. So it's all about trying something new, people. And that's what we're doing. We're trying something new. So... Our first segment that we're going to begin with every show is something that we more call wait for. Okay, what do you mean by two minute drill, Playmaker? Well, two minute drill will go like this. Bearman and I, we have to get through main headlines of the college football week. In two minutes time. As you finish the clock is up on the board right here. We have exactly two minutes to get through the most important headline of the college football season in two minutes. So, so Bearman, are you ready? You damn right. All right. All right. Two minute clock starts now. All right, so it appears that Fox and ESPN have opened television talks with the Big 12, and that actually comes right after, apparently, something that involved the Big 10 playmaker. Oh, the Big, the Big 10 made, us, made a, a seven-year deal with CBS, Fox, and NBC, so the ESPN better do something because they already lost their big, they big money maker in the Big Ten, so they're trying to get the Big 12. I don't blame them. I don't blame them one bit at all. Uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to Jackson State University in Jackson, Mississippi. The water crisis that's Amen. going on down there. You know, our thoughts and prayers go with y'all. Deion Sanders is doing whatever he can to make sure his players are in the best position to perform, not only in life, but on the field as best as they can. They going, he's getting the hotels just so they can take a shower and be prepared for it. So shout out to y'all. San Diego State, y'all made my list. Y'all say y'all defend or how y'all handled this gang rape situation that's involving a 17-year-old girl and a punter who was released by the Buffalo Bill because of the situation. They we they are committed to saying that they followed the guidelines of the local police department in San Diego, Bear Man. Well, that remains to be seen as we move forward. Apparently, Florida A&M University has responded to a letter over eligibility issues, but this whole thing with eligibility issues seems to be a reoccurring theme in not only college football, but in college sports overall. 
whether it's eligibility, 20, ac academic violations, y'all know the drill. 20 plus players could not play in the opener at North Carolina State back in the zero. We saw the results. North Carolina put it on them like they're supposed to. And that's how it is. So we should see going forward how these players go through with the season at FAMU. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That is your two-minute drill. Ha! Well, I think that, that went quite well. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's that's how you do a two-minute drill, baby. Take that, Master of Mayhem. <laughs> because the Master of Mayhem, right, he, so he doubted us, didn't he? Yeah. He's probably going to cuss me out when he go back and listen to this. Oh, let's call him well, out so many he times. Doubted, he, he doubted you. He's going to have to pay the price. Because the, he always says, you, if you doubt the Master of Mayhem, you pay the price. Well, guess what? You doubt the Playmaker, you pay the price. You doubt the Bear of Texas, you pay the ultimate price, son. <laughs> I can't wait to Saturday. <laughs> he going to have so much to say to us on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. But hey, we got through the two-minute drill. So, all right, now we're going to move on to our next segment here. Here in our next segment, you ready for this one? Because everyone's been waiting for our next is called. Is basically us reviewing what took place last week, which was week zero, and all that good stuff. So let me add this to the show here. And uh, last week. Bearman and I, we picked our conference champions. As you can see, I went, we both went with Clemson. So for ACC, we both went to Ohio State for the Big Ten. I took Oklahoma State for the Big 12. He, he took the Oklahoma State to win the Big 12. I took Oregon to regain the pack. Bearman put out a shocker here and said, he's going with UCLA, ladies and gentlemen. And we both picked Bearman to continue this dumbness in the SEC, even though they didn't win the next championship last year. Bearman, you stand by what you said? I owe an explanation. Yes. And and I suppose I, I owe an explanation why, right? Because apparently I'm pretty sure oh, I yeah. think I'm the, I'm the biggest idiot on God's green earth because I picked UCLA. Look, I'm sure, you know, the sports judge himself, Mr. Jonathan Mathis, if it was up to him, uh, he would deliver quite the verdict on me, wouldn't he? Not simply because he's a USC fan, but I'm sure he would go further than that. And speaking of Jonathan, I hope he, uh, everything's going okay. He's working just as hard as we are, so praying for him and his success every single day. But look, UCLA, the little engine that could, right? <laughs> Obviously, I could have I, I could have just simply go, yeah, just give me Utah. And look, Utah is very likely to win the, the Pac-12, but look, UCLA obviously didn't do so good last year, right? But how many times have we seen a team do so bad? They take that with a grain of salt. They get motivated. They get challenged. They get passionate. They want to do this. They want to make a statement. UCLA could be a team that pull that makes a statement that we could talk about for the next ten years or so. When a team surprises us so much that we call this more than a simple shocker, 
of course people are going to be talking about it for the next 10 years. So imagine mm. if it does happen. If it happens, I will put my head down and walk out. <laughs> if UCLA probably win the Pac-12. That means everybody else didn't do their goddamn job. And yes, I said that out loud. <laughs> okay. You are a man of conviction. Yeah, goddamn right I am. I said what I said. Deal with it. As I continue to share out the show. As much as I can. That's what I'm doing too. Share out through Messenger, y'all. Come on. Tune in, y'all. I need y'all here. Come on. Alright. So, that's what we did. Next up, you're going to get more explanations from the Bear Man because we did pick our players and our champions. And first one up is the Bear Man. And the uh, Bear Man, it's your pick. This is your, this, this is what you pick. Alabama, Clemson, Utah, and Ohio State. I know what everybody's thinking right now. So I pick UCLA, then all of a sudden I have Utah going to the championship game. Everybody everybody wants to know just what the hell's going on, right? Well, last year, Georgia got – didn't Georgia get their ass kicked in the SEC championship last year? Yeah. And then and then what happened? Okay, they had a rematch on national championship and he won. Yeah. So – and another another way of saying you never know what's going to happen because as I, as you like to say it's any given Sunday, but this time it's a little bit reversed because now Utah makes it the championship only to lose. And whatever Nick Saban says about Alabama supposedly being in rebuild mode last year, it does not matter because Alabama now is back and they're upset because they got embarrassed in the national championship. They probably, I no doubt they definitely would have won had their player not gone down with what was, I believe, a torn ACL. But you know what? It it could very well be like that, but Alabama's the only way for them to prove that it was a fluke or that whatever happened at the injuries really did affect them, they got to step on the gridiron and prove it that way. That's the only way to do it. You prove it by winning on the gridiron. That's the way you do it. You can talk the talk, but you know what? You got to walk the walk too. In other words, Actions speak louder than words. You got to take action. You can't just talk. If somebody, if all somebody has is talking, then they're not going to get anywhere. They might get somewhere, but it's not really going to be anywhere. All right, that is his playoff prediction right here. The mines. What does mines look like? Let's see. Uh, we have three of the same teams in there, and uh, one team different. Hmm. Alabama, Oregon, Clemson, and Ohio State. I got Ohio State and I'm meeting in another championship. Alabama regaining its throne as national champions. Now, some of you might be saying, uh, <clears throat> good offense. Where's Georgia at? I don't think, I don't think two ACC teams getting in this time. I don't think two ACC teams getting in. I think, I think one's getting in. Okay, I think everything that's happened with the Pac-12, they're going to try to find a way to regain and get back into the college football playoffs. 
you'll get ousted in the first in the semifinals like you always do the Pac-12, and that includes Oregon. And people know who know me know I'm an Oregon Ducks fan besides a Gator fan, so that's not easy for me to say, and Bear Man knows that. You just tell it like it is, dude. But, but you know, hey, I had to pick one from the SEC, and I went with Alabama over Georgia. Because usually when Alabama loses, they come right back and they just smash everybody. I don't know how Nick Saban does it, but he does. So that's all I see. That's just how I see. I'm going Alabama. So I say it like Stephen A. Smith. Alabama. To win the championship yet again. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. That is that as much as we hate it. As much as we hate saying that, because you know it is what it is. How much do you we hate? We, 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 we just can't. We just can't deny it. I mean, I mean, yeah, maybe from a different, from a uh, maybe from a past life, yeah. But for you, a long time Gators fan, it is what it is. Okay, it is what it is for me. And now let's get to. The actual guy round up because he had some games for zero. And the first game on a target, it was a game over in Ireland, there, man. <laughs> Northwestern Western beating Nebraska. You know, growing up in Keller, Texas, somebody that uh, a really good friend who lived in my lived in the same neighborhood as I did, went to middle school with me, went to high school with me. His family, they are diehard Nebraska fans. God, I just cannot imagine the anger and frustration that must have been going, you know, after this result. So, um, am I looking at this correct? It was 17-14 of Western going to time, correct? Yeah. 28-24 to 24 going to the fourth quarter, correct? Yeah. Scott Frost... <laughs> Has lost another Big Ten game. Another game, period. And he came in on the high seat. And then you decided to throw your coordinators under the bus. You should have kept your ass in Orlando, Scott Frost. You took your ass over to goddamn Ireland. You tried to do a stupid-ass onside kick to begin the second half that didn't work. Northwestern came back and beat you. Over in Ireland. Okay. Is that a that's form a of arrogance right there? To go for that's the onside kick to start the second half? That's arrogance, isn't it? I don't know what he was doing, but it happened, okay? Yeah. Yeah, it happened. Next on the roundup list, that game that we thought was going to go the way that it went, 38-6, Illinois over Wyoming. is just a beating for the Wyoming Cowboys. Just a beating. As we move on, Woo! now we didn't see this coming though. All right, we can guarantee you that. I actually picked Florida Atlantic, although my reason was not quite uh, was quite unusual because uh, I did I did announce that somebody that we know very well, his son had enrolled at Florida Atlantic uh, University. But, but uh, we didn't think a thirty points was a thing here. <laughs> That's a. 30. 30 point beating here. I don't think he, I don't think we envision that in this game. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the house. Yeah. Shout out to the house. They didn't say me. 
Florida. They made them do statements. So, hey. Next up. Oh, Nevada goes on a road to New Mexico State, and they come out with a 11-point victory. I mean, hold on. 17-2 that is very, very unusual, you know. <laughs> but, hey, that's pretty much all it took for Nevada to win that game. So, hey, shout out shout out to the Wolfpack. All right, Bear Man, you wanted this. Here you go. <laughs> oh, my. My Texas beat. Beating UTEP on the road 31 to 13. Well, where UNT had some struggles, UTEP, UTEP could not take advantage of it. Some might say I should say unfortunately, but in my case, since UNT is my alma mater, I should say fortunately, UTEP could not take advantage. So you so UNT eventually did. And that's how they won so big. To be honest, UNT did did respond immediately after uh, letting UTEP go on first, but that first half was a little bit hard fought, but then after that, man, UTEP got shot out in the second half. Congratulations to the Mean Green. Yeah, the passing game was to the Mean Green. Yeah, 16 and 29, three touchdowns for the quarterback. How they got well, they to did, do this week, which is I'm not looking forward to, yeah. Mm. Oh, that should be interesting. You go from one Texas team to another Texas team. The battle for Texas continues. And finally. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, I I think they they got your message from last week. Vanderbilt, you did your damn job. And I am very proud of you. I am very proud of you guys. You went down to Hawaii. And you told Hawaii, y'all must y'all must not know what conference we come from. And that's the Southeastern Conference. Y'all gonna bite us here. Y'all gonna take this ass whooping and be happy about it. Like Eric Murphy said on Stand Up Comedy's Raw, have a Coke and a smile. Hawaii. Because Vanderbilt did day thing. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the Gridiron Roundup, which we, which that was fun. I mean, I enjoyed that. This is what we're going to do, though. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to introduce some more of our segments to you. We'll be right back. P-Train Pipe Bomb Productions is now partnered with NFLShop.com. NFLShop.com, which is brought to you by Fanatics, brings you amazing team items like game day jerseys, hats, t-shirts, hoodies, team banners, and more. Check out the link below for great amazing everyday deals on NFLShop.com. All right, now we're back. Shout out to Fanatics for being a sponsor. Now, for not only Arch Rivals and uh, this show, Bear Not Green On, but the entire Player Makers blog and Sports Network, where uh, I host Ramley Talk and I got Shooting Lights Out coming up. Bear Man, you want to tell them your shows real quickly? 
Well, if you were looking for a very good soccer show, Internet FC is the show for you. If you really want to find a Dallas Cowboys show that really speaks to God's honest truth the way it's supposed to be done, well, my show, Cowboys Talk, is also definitely the show for you without a shadow of a doubt. All right. Woo! We induced this to y'all last week, and we bringing it back again. This time is for the big ones. And this week, we're taking you on a... campus tour bear man mm-hmm. let's take the campus tour tomorrow tomorrow i love you tomorrow because guess what west virginia is heading to pit number 17 pit it's the big 12 heading to the se to the acc better my, my bad my bad acc <laughs> Oh, Bear Man is Mountaineers and Panthers. West Virginia versus Pittsburgh. You All always right. get that feeling. You see a, a state, it's like a state versus a city. The University of West Virginia versus the University of Pittsburgh. <laughs> no Kenny Pickett. He's in he's playing for the Steelers. Nope. No Kenny Pickett. So we starting off in Pittsburgh. We're going to take, we're going to go ahead up and go all the way out west for Colorado for Friday night. Why Friday night? Because uh, we have Colorado hosting TCU and uh, Bearman. I would throw this to you because uh, there's a certain coach making his debut and you can speak to it. Sonny Dykes. And previously, he was the head coach for Southern Methodist University, which is TCU's longtime arch rival. Of course, I'm going to say that word right here. As y'all know, Dallas-Fort Worth, SMU represents Dallas, while TCU represents Fort Worth. But it's just so way how interesting how the coach from SMU decides to defect to Texas Christian University. That's a new chapter in the rivalry because I did say that on a blog for Playmakers Blog not that long ago. Kind of seems like it's been forever. So that's the interesting part right there. And they have to start off with the against the University of Colorado. And I'm a little bit jealous because TCU gets to take a, a lovely trip to the beautiful state of Colorado because I could use a trip like that. But TCU wants to start trying to make back to what they were before. Now, at the beginning of a new era, they got to start off with a win in Colorado, but they got to build on it. A win against Colorado is definitely something, but – they're going to have to improve because there's definitely going to be keys that need to be improved. But I think TCU. Right. And I'll be a happy TCU fan. All right. Thursday night, we're in Pittsburgh. Friday night, we're in Colorado. And then we get to the big day, Bear Man, which is Saturday. And by the way, if you look at the ticket down below, that is the exact AP Saw 25 that is scrolling down there. So you get to see every team that is ranked as of right now. All right, Bear Man, we're going to begin Saturday. We're going to North Kakalaki, North Carolina. Boom, North Carolina, the exact. And it's the battle for North Carolina. It's the North Carolina Tar Heels coming off that big blowout win over Sam Yu, who didn't have like 20 some odd players playing. And they got to take on a very dangerous Sunbelt team who has made their names known and did things like this called Appalachian State, Bear Man. Well, as far as Appalachian State goes, uh, 
Everybody remembers that upset against Michigan. Don't we all? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was when, when, when was that? 2007? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was in eighth grade during that time. Well, that actually, was a long time ago, but no, I was I was actually in ninth grade. Never mind, I was in ninth grade. But yeah, long time ago. Fifth, I think fifteen years to be exact. By math is Man, correct. We talking about the battle for North Carolina, though. Yeah, we are. All right, so well, North Carolina just beat up on a team that had what was it, twenty players? That you said were ineligible. It's not like that. And he's in ineligible. Ineligibility. Sometimes it's a hard word to say. It could be for academic reasons. It could be for whatever. Bottom line is, it's not. It's not good for a team. And North Carolina took advantage of it. Avalanche State don't have no problems. Yeah, they don't have no problems. So they got to see what North Carolina's got to wait and see how they do with a team that has no problems. You beat up a team with problems. Now you go to the team that doesn't seem to have any problems. And you so, go to their house, and you're not home. Yeah, and their house too. All right. So we're going to begin Saturday in North Carolina. We're going to, you know, travel out west to hit San Diego because San Diego State is hosting Arizona for their first game. Uh, Arizona's been the bottom of the Pac-12 for who knows how long. That's why Kevin Sumner got fired like two seasons ago or last season, two seasons ago, something like that. And we have a history of watching San Diego State get some big wins, but follow it up with some bad losses there, man. It's Pac-12 versus Mountain West. I got to give it to San Diego State. It is going to be in San Diego, right? San Diego, California. Yeah. Well, this one was back in January. Good place to be, to be honest. Arizona's just Arizona. But San Diego is kind of dealing with that uh, drama involving the, you know, what's going on. So, but I, I got to give it to San Diego State. All right. We're going to leave San Diego State and we're going to head down back to Texas. Because this is the thing going on in Texas right now. Number 24, Randy Houston Kruger is on the road to take on University of Texas. San Antonio, Roadrunners. Meet me. Bear man, you the man of Texas. You got Houston, who's ranked. They have final season as an American conference uh, before they moved to the Big 12. And they first up against uh, a team who made a surprise, who had a surprise season last year in the rural runners of Texas, San Diego. Yeah, UTSA did have quite that season, didn't they? Yeah. But didn't UTSA lose a, to a game that kind of had me going crazy? Yeah. Why don't you do the honors on this one, Darnell? Remind us who they lose to. The Mean Green of North Texas. My alma mater, baby. But that was last year, so we got to worry about this year. Now, Houston's ranked, so that's pretty good. And Houston, like you said, is getting ready to go to the Big 12. The University of Houston, no doubt, wants to go in the Big 12. With it full strength, and by going full strength, is they got to build a winning record and a winning reputation, and they're going to start that by beating up on UTSA. Mm-hmm. He said, "Beating up UTSA." Ooh. 
All right. Yeah, now. Maybe see, like, the, the coyote is really going to get his way with the Roadrunner. Meet me. Now, is, now it's time to get to the big ones, okay? Yeah. Arkansas. Fayetteville, Arkansas, where you will find number 19, Arkansas Razor Bears hosting number 23, Cincinnati Bearcats. We remember last year, them Bearcats with Desmond Reddit at quarterback cracking the playoff picture being the first group of five to make the playoffs before they got ran out the building by Alabama. But either way, Desmond Rose is Atlanta Falcon doing his thing down there. And the new look Bearcats got to take on a SEC foe in Arkansas. <laughs> Cincinnati ranked number 23. Oh, boy. Going against Arkansas, wreck number 19. You know, no disrespect to Cincinnati, but I, I don't think I can see Arkansas coming up short. I just can't. Let's see, can Luke Falk coach this team to get past this big test to start the season? And speaking of big tests. Oh! Oh! Oh, no! Bear man, you want you want to introduce this game? Oregon versus Georgia, the Ducks versus the Bulldogs. We talking Pac twelve versus SEC. We're talking eleven versus three. We're talking a down year for the Oregon versus the reigning, defending, undisputed national champion Bulldogs. Oh, by the way, this game is second place in the ATL. Mercedes-Benz Stadium, 3.30, ABC. Atlanta. It is my Pac-12 champions versus the national champions. This might not be a good way for my Pac-12 champions to start the season off, Bear Man. No, absolutely not, but Georgia lost how many players? Oh, my God. What are we talking about? 15 to 17 players? That's a lot you, of players. Do you believe that's going to affect the, the Bulldogs? Who's the head coach? Oh, yeah. Kirby Smart. Where did, Smart, where did Kirby Smart come from? Oh, yeah. Alabama. <sighs> He's on the Nick Saban tree. Mm-hmm. So that would solidify that it's going to be difficult for Georgia, but the down the road, it's going to be challenging, but not worrying. I The way I see this game, I think the first half, Oregon might stay in the game in the first half. The second half, Georgia is going to say recess is over. They're going to beat up on Oregon, and they're going to take that ball and run with it. Georgia's going to Georgia's going to destroy them in the second half. No, how many how many games have we Ooh. seen go like this? Like the, the first half remains really close, and then the second half, one team takes the ball and runs away with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's an SEC opponent. I, I, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we get to the night. We get the oh, night games. Gainesville, Florida. Seven o'clock. 
ESPN. Number seven, Utah. The winners of the Pac-12 last season. Heading to the swamp. They take on the Florida Gators. Billy Napier's debut as a Gator head coach. I got to say, I am impressed with what he's doing because uh, the 2023 class right now, we're in 2022, right? Mm-hmm. The 2023 class is already ranked in the top 10. Billy Napier is recruiting. So that's the positive right now. Saturday is a different story because you have to play Utah. Who is ranked seven? By the way, Utah has never came to the swamp. This is their first visit to the swamp. So it's going to be interesting to watch Saturday night in Gainesville. But that's not the only game in prime time because game of the week takes us to Columbus, Ohio. It is the number five Notre Dame Fighting Irish taking a trip. They haven't taken in a very long time to Columbus, Ohio to face number two, the Ohio State Buckeyes. And uh, Bear Man. This is why I need a master mayhem for this because uh, that says two and five, right? Mm-hmm. Number five is a 17 and a half underdog. Notre Dame is the underdog by 17 and a half. Yeah. Yeah, you know, well, Ricky, the first thing Ricky would say was, well, then they're, then they're, they're an 18 point underdog because you know how Ricky is. Mm. I guess, I mean, you know, I mean, this is a game where I'm like, obviously Ohio State's going to win, but is, Ohio, is Notre Dame really going to get blown out? This could be Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman began his Notre Dame career a, a, with a trip to Columbus. I mean, new coach, you going your first game is at Columbus, Ohio. I guess, I guess that plays a factor. I mean, this, this is the first. This is the first. This is Notre Dame's first game, you know, in the post Brian Kelly era. Yeah, that's how they feel. That's how they feel. And then it's Ohio, it's Ohio State's house. You know, Notre Dame. Yeah, the, the luck of the Irish probably won't. Uh, that effect won't take place in Columbus. And, and and then our final game for a campus tour. We heading down to Louisiana for Sunday, September fourth. The Superdome down in New Orleans, New Orleans, because it is the Florida State Seminoles on one corner, and in the other corner, it is the LSU Tigers. Mind the word gets his third year to him, and Brian Kelly is beginning his LSU career, Bear Man. That's Look at him. Huh? He's stunned. <laughs> He's stunned. Because I don't even know what to say. It's the state of Florida versus the state of Louisiana. Yeah, and we're not and we're not talking about the Saints versus the Buccaneers. No, we're not. So that is our campus tour. 
That is our campus tour. And uh, guess what? When we're gonna take another quick break, and when we come back, we got one more segment for you guys before we get out of here. We'll be right back. Pain Train, Pipe Bomb Productions, and the Playmakers blog are now both partnered with Fanatics. Fanatics is now your new home for all fan merchandise from the MLB, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MLS, NASCAR, WWE, international soccer leagues, and golf. Check out the links below for everyday deals on fanatics.com. All right, thank y'all for hanging in with us. We got one segment left for you guys, and this is going to be a very this is going to be a very interesting segment. And Bearman knows this because he gets put on a hot spot every just like me now. <laughs> so our last segment is called. That's a hell of a graphic, ain't it? That's a hell of a graphic. Oh, yeah. Damn. I wonder who did that. Oh, yeah. I did that graphic. My bad. Yeah, you did. So, the Bear Down Pick 6 is basically Bear Man and I, we pick six games. I pick my six games that I feel like the winner is going to win and I feel comfortable with. Bearman picks his six winners that he feels comfortable with. We're going to do this each and every week. We're picking six games that we're comfortable with, that we, we believe that it's going to win co-heartedly, okay? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, Bearman, you're up first because this is your. <laughs> do I need to say it again, Darnell? I said what I said. And, and I know that you're not too happy with me picking uh, Utah or Florida, but... I mean, it's, you can explain why you, why you picked the teams that you picked. Just explain it. You don't gotta, you don't gotta feel bad. You made your choice and just explain it. That's all you got. <laughs> well, the rankings tells, will tell one story. But just because one team's ranked seventh while the other team's unranked doesn't really mean anything. Hey, Florida can pull off the upset. Do I think? Do I think? Do I believe it's going to happen? No, but if Florida does it, I take full responsibility. I still say I said what I said. I was wrong. <laughs> All right, I guess he's going to go with the higher ranked teams. So that means the fact that West Virginia is not ranked, he's taking pick. Okay, he's taking Idaho over twenty three. He's taking Georgia over Oregon. Utah over Florida, Ohio State over Notre Dame, and Clemson over Georgia Tech. You just had to put Clemson in there and Georgia Tech in there, didn't you? You just had to put that game in there. Well, Clemson wants another shot at the title. By the way, that Clemson-Georgia Tech game, that will be on Labor Day Monday night on September 5th, okay? For those of you who are wondering why he picked that game. These games are not have to be the games that we do on a campus tour. The campus tour is just simply the games that you should watch the most highly games that you want to watch, okay? Our picks come from any game in the week, okay? So that's his pick. 
Let's go to my pick. Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, where we start at? Penn State beats Purdue when they opener is a Big Ten matchup. It is in Purdue. It is in Indiana. But James Franklin will do what he does best. He will get his team prepared. They will go in Indiana. They will go in Purdue. They'll come out victorious because guess what? Michigan won the East. Michigan won the Big Ten. Years before that, Ohio State won the East, and Ohio State won the Big Ten. James Franklin and the nifty lines of Penn State, they want their shots, okay? That's how I said. I agree with Bill, man. Arkansas over Cincinnati. That's a hard task. You lost your quarterback. You lost your cornerback. You lost some. You might have lost some other players to the draft. I just don't know about you just yet. And then you got to go to uh, SEC country to take on Arkansas Razorbacks. That's not a good idea whatsoever. So that's that. Down in the ATL, Georgia will take care of business against Oregon. Yes, I actually did pick Oregon to win the Pac-12, but them losing to Georgia opening week was not affect that whatsoever. Okay, let's just get that correct. All right. Them losing to Georgia would not affect them that much when it comes to winning the Pac-12. And it probably won't affect them that much when it comes to getting to the college football playoffs because that's a that's, – that's, that's I mean, you lost to number three, okay? Who's going to be mad at that? Uh, Bear Man, what does number four say? <laughs> Florida over Utah. <laughs> So Utah has won the Pac-12. They've done something they haven't done since they came in the Pac-12. They are ranked as high as they ever ranked been ever been ranked in their program history, correct? Oh yeah. So it's a lot of good things going for Utah, correct? Oh yeah. But um where that game being played at? In the swamps. Playing in the swamp. Games with the Florida. Hmm, okay. Uh, that means they got to go from the West Coast to the East Coast, correct? Oh, yeah. That's a long flight. Uh, what conference is floating in? That would be the SEC. Hmm. What SEC usually happens? What happens to teams outside of AC out of the, outside of the SEC who plays the SEC in the opening week? What usually happens? They usually get their bucket. Oh, by the way, uh, we did say Arkansas over Cincinnati, correct? Mm-hmm. We did say Joe's over Utah, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm. Florida upsets number seven. Billy Napier starts the season one and oh with a big behind upset. Take that. Number two, Ohio State over number five Notre Dame, but I do not believe it'll be a seven. I do not believe it'll be an 18 point beatdown. I give it a 10 point win for Ohio State. Okay, I give them that. And then at the bottom. Oh, Florida State, Florida State fans hate me right now. <laughs> oh, Florida State fans hate me right now. Because I'm picking LSU over Florida State. Well, they hate you either way, dude. Oh, you're right. They do it. I'm a Gator fan, so they automatically hate me. But they're going to hate me even more because I'm picking LSU. Why are you picking LSU? You just hate us. Um, Bear Man, what's that game being played at? In New Orleans. Where is New Orleans located at? In Louisiana, about an hour an hour south of Baton Rouge, if I'm correct, if I've never been out there. So you're telling me LSU has home field advantage? 
Nope. I mean, well. So you telling me LSU right, has yeah. home field advantage, right? Sort of. And you, and you telling me is Florida from what kind of Florida? In, I mean, Florida State in the ACC. Oh, not the SEC, but the ACC, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, Georgia over Cincinnati. I mean, Georgia over Oregon, Arkansas over Cincinnati, Florida over Utah, and LSU over Florida State. There's a trend going here. Until y'all can show y'all can beat the SEC, I'm usually picking the SEC, okay? As my picks, I'm sticking to a deal with it. And that's the bear down six pick. And that's for the hell of it. I'm going to show you the graphic one more time. All right. I believe that's everything we needed to cover tonight, Bear Man. I think it is. Wow. Pretty and, good. Uh, that's, that's pretty once, good. Once, once Ricky is ready to admit that he was wrong with the two-minute drill, let me know. Nah. <laughs> nah. We'll, 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 we'll see. We, it's, a, it's a long season, okay? We got we to make it to January, all right? Yeah. For, for now, let's, we'll let him in, enjoy the baseball game. So... So, all right. Final thoughts, Bear Man. You up for? Well, it's uh, another blessing. It's always an honor to talk college football, and I'm glad that this year we are doing it strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have waited for this moment for a very long time. College football is here. We see what was the appetizer. We get the main course starting tomorrow. We got some games Friday, then the big slate Saturday. They got a game Sunday, and we got a game Monday. Okay, that's football going on from this point forward, and I'm thrilled to be a part of this show. Okay, there's a lot of things that we got going on, and this has been an awesome start to this show. It's going to be an awesome start to the college football season. Okay, then get Bearman back in here. That is the Bearman of Texas right there. I am the playmaker down in silence. You will see us again live Saturday with the Master of Mayhem when we get to talk to the NFL because we got one more side of the division to cover, in, which is the West Division. Okay? You do not want to miss that, all right? So, for that, my time being, we're going to catch y'all next week when we recount what week one looked like. And I got a feeling we're going to have a lot of things to say after week one, Bear Man. Mm-hmm. So, until then, y'all have a great night. Okay? Deuces. You've just experienced Bearing Down the Gridiron, featuring your hosts, Alex the Bear Man, Alcazaz, and Darnell the Playmaker Salons. Executive production is done by Ricky, the master of mayhem, Lit Winkowich. Click that like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when a new Bearing Down the Gridiron episode is live on the air. Check out our sponsor links down below for everyday deals on Fanatics, NFLShop.com, and Points.com. Need merch? Check out www.paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com for quality merchandise at amazing prices. Tune in again next time for Bearing Down the Gridiron.